good day, good day, good day. It's Saturday. Yes, it is Saturday and it's time for your Kakote. Yes, we're going to be giving it to you again. Welcome one and all. How you guys doing? Hope you guys had an awesome, awesome week. And you're ready for this week. You're ready to get it. Weekend. It's weekend. It's a weekend. But it's not about weekend. Like as if I already started a new, a new week already. It's not ready. We're not ready for this. We're not ready to start a new week just as yet. I want to say good morning to all the folks tuned in in Radio Land. Uh, wherever you listen in, wherever you locked in, guys, we're on Digicel Channel 3. Yes, in Dominica. So we're on Digicel Channel 3. We're also on the Digicel app. So make sure you you all over the Caribbean. So we're on the Digicel app. So we're coming to you live. Do I look tired? I feel a little a little tired. I had a long week. I'm sure most of us had a long week and we can relate. I swear this whole COVID thing have you more tired than anything else. <laughs> they say you're resting, but those of us who are always on the move, we're more tired than anything else. Big up to all those of you tuning. Let me know where you're locked in from. Let me know if you can see me. Hi, Nisa. How you doing? Randy, you need some cocoa tea? Man, get your tea, get your mug, hook it up, send some for me, FedEx it. Yes, we're ready for another episode of Kako Tea right here. I am ready. My guest is ready. Everybody ready? Let me know if you're ready. Send me a message. Let me know. Link me, link me. Uh, drop a message in the box. Drop a message on... Um, on the the live make sure you share the live make sure you let everyone know that tag a friend and let them know that they need to come on because the tea is about to get hot we there yes we there bright and clear yes thanks carol and hi charis yes charis say we dare we dare <laughs> how are you guys doing hope you guys having an awesome day today we're supposed to be in digital channel three so if you turn on your TV, if you're in Dominica, let me know that you can see us, right? Let me know if you can see us. I want to know too. I In everybody's business. Yes. Yes. You got your mug? Yeah. Leanne says she has her mug. Boy, because you got their mug. You got a mug? Let me see. If you put, your, put your caco tea mug. Drop a caco tea mug um, in the description box. Wherever you are, let me know you're locked in. Uh, Jemima is locked in. Medisha is locked in. Omega is locked in, everybody locked in, and they're ready for this evening. Kako tea, Eben Mimunki ready. Are you ready? Yes, <laughs> they're ready. I don't know what they're ready for. Today, it's too hot today, right? It's gonna be too hot. Too, too, too hot. Um, okay. I need to compose myself. I'm, I'm getting excited about my guest. I'm looking at her in the lobby and she's shaking her head and she's smiling. <laughs> she's shaking her head. I don't know if everybody or anybody knows the young lady who's about to come on the show this afternoon, this evening. Um, before, you know, before I introduce her, I want to big up Digicel. I want to big up Fabio. I want to big up Elias, the rest of the gang, Digicel. Big up to you. For ensuring that you know i have a platform that can continuously bring content to everyone tamara is locked in in st kids yes st kids in the house what's up st kids britney says she wants her mug we're ready <laughs> they're ready shirley's ready okay 
Let me get to my guests. Today, you know, whole week I'm professional. So today I feel like I need to be, I need, feel the need to be loud out. The whole week I'm, I, I was doing the, the woman to woman show for the last two weeks. And let me tell you, I had to be profesh. I mean, not that I'm not going to be profesh today, but you know, the liquor, the, the ghetto in me, because I have a little bit of ghetto in me sometimes. Oh, again, you know, I don't out, you know. What can I say? Right? Um, so today we're gonna let down our hair a little bit. I see she she my guests have the wind blowing. I don't know if you think she's Beyonce. She have the wind blowing in her hair. <laughs> the wind I should have put on my fan man for my wind to blow too. Uh she's ready. She's ready for the show. I just gonna let you guys know a little bit about how I know my guests. All right. So I met this young lady, boy. It must have been must have been around 2014 thereabouts. I met her um, doing her hustle, doing her grind. And she had such a personality. And I remember saying to my sister, you know, I met this girl, um, a lot of excitement, very bubbly. And and she had this about her. You know, she, 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 she talked, she, and when I said that, my sister was like, Kezia. I know Kezia, like she knew instantly who I was referring to. She she does this when she talks like, like you, you know, like, like she's the shiznit, right? Um, and, you know, I love her personality. I love her drive. I love the way she, she's so ambitious. I wish there were more people, you know, with her personality who are outgoing, who did not give two flies what anybody had to think about them. She's one of those people. She does not care what you think about her, um, at least for the most part, right? But we gotta, we need to find out why she, why she feel like she built like a rock like that. Why she feel like she, she's, she's fair, right? We're gonna be joining Kezia Scotland. Where she's gonna be coming on right here on Kako T. It took me a while for me to book her, you know. A booking agent was playing tight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Better known as KZ Kardashian, right? <laughs> Getting ready for make some noise, guys, and say a special good afternoon to my guest, Kezia Scotland. Hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, look at that. Yes. <laughs> but JL, I can't see you. You're wrong if you can't see me. You're something wrong with your something wrong with your phone. I tell you to use the computer, but you insist on using your phone. Right? I want it good quality. You think <laughs> look at her, look at her face. Look at her face. I don't know why she felt like she wanted to use her phone because she wanted to look on flick, right? Yeah. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, sweetie. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How come you you're so composed? You know, you, you're already money at you. You you're, you're. Oh, I'm ready. I'm always ready. I was born ready. She was born ready. Guys, let me know if you can hear her clearly. I can hear her clearly. Let me know. People are balling. Whoa, way, way, kids, yeah, hey, family. Like people are going crazy. I swear, you are like a celebrity in Dominica. Do you consider yourself? Wait, Hello, Let's rewind. Who who are you? Who is Kezia? 
Well, you know, Kezia is this very down-to-earth, easy-going young lady. You know I have a vibrant personality, as you already mentioned. So I think that's what clings people to me. But it can also be a positive and a negative because some people kind of take too much and some people love it. So that's just Kezia. What you see is what you get, you know. That's it. Why why are you somewhat of a local celebrity or why do you consider yourself a local celebrity? Because I feel like people always want to know what I'm doing or before you where answer, I am. Before you answer this, I just want to hmm. let those of you who are just on the live, if you listen to Asa Bantan and every time he says, what, what does he have to say? What does he say? What does he say that we know is you? <laughs> what is which one? The, the actual song? <laughs> Too hot. Yeah, but that's the name of my business. Yes, that is the name of your business. And for some reason, people are constantly bigging you up in yeah. their music because you're too hot. You too yes. put together. You too everything. Well, to be honest with you, that's a name I had long before my store. I had it in high school amongst my friends. We had a joke about it, and people just started calling me Tuju Hot. So when I was trying to come up with a name for my business, at that time, they had these clothings raining that said, Love Hot Couture. Mm -hmm. And it was a slang. Everything was Hot Couture, Hot Couture, Hot Couture. So I was like, okay, let's do Tuju Hot Couture. Because they called me toujours hot and hot cutter was a thing at the time, which means high fashion. Mm -hmm. So I just put everything together and I just made always high fashion. Is That's me. Toujours, toujours hot. Uh, Kezia, where are you from? Where were you born and raised in Dominica? Well, I would say I was born in St. Joseph. I was raised in Portersville, Roseau, and I currently live in Lubeer. So I have a little bit of you, everything <laughs> in me. Tell me a little bit about your life growing up. Um, what was life like for you? Did, did you have a, a tough time growing up? No. My mother made everything possible for me. I always had the latest things. I always had the latest technology. I always had access to internet and information, which I guess is why I am still... I would still consider myself intelligent because my mother always went out of her way to do everything for me. I honestly didn't have a hard time growing up. I was the center of attraction with my family, which is why maybe my personality is like I maybe have to be the center of attraction all the time because that's how my family treats me. You know, my family, I am their everything. I am their girl. I am their center of attraction. So I'm just accustomed to being the center of attraction. Growing up for me was pretty easy. In school, I got good grades. I did an island scholarship in grade six. I came out number nine on the island in common entrance. Mm -hmm. I did 10 subjects for CXC. So I got like four ones, three so twos. You, I did two. You're not stupid. No, definitely. <laughs> you, know, you, know that, you know there is a misconception that because you're, you're pretty and you're put together that you probably got right. in your head. Right, and that's so wrong because I really did Island Scholar a lot of times. And I remember we did this this um, entry-level exam in third form. I'm not sure if they still do it, called TCSLC, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. And I excel. I was one of the top in that as well. 
So me looking pretty or being about my looks doesn't necessarily mean that I don't have nothing to offer in my brain. I have two certificates from URI. I'm currently doing a certificate in project management. Like I always keep myself, you know, busy. Why are you so flamboyant? Why? I think it's just the way I was raised because my mother and my aunts taught me that you always have to be yourself and be the best version of yourself. Don't be afraid to speak, stand up for what you believe in, go after your dreams, you know? So I think it was just, it just came naturally with me because my family support our family 100%. So it's not just something with me, it's something with everybody in my family no matter what you want to do they support you to the police so i think my family has a lot to do with the way i am and who i am because i was taught that self-expression is good it's society who makes you feel like you have to dim down or you have to simmer down to accommodate them but i wasn't raised that way i was raised to be who you are now some people might say you you appear to be vulgar, you appear to be out there. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, there was a controversy uh, uh, surrounding your appearance in Carnival in Antigua. You were wearing some revealing clothes because that's what people do during Carnival. However, you, you were said to, like there were quite a bit of things that were said about you. Can you tell us a little bit about that, that time in Antigua? Well, in Antigua, I, me and my friend, we were just trying to have a great time. And to be honest with you, we were not the only ones in Antigua dressed what was considered indecently, you know? I think in Dominica, our culture is to be fully clothed or to dress a particular way or to look a type of way so we judge people for it but to be honest with you looking back now I probably still wouldn't have won what I did but I am young I am 24 years old right now so at that time I was 21 because that was like three years ago if not more and you live you learn you try things you go for experiences the only difference with my time and your time or with my mother's time is that we have social media to constantly remind us of our mistakes but there's nothing nothing i am doing or nothing i did is any different from anything that none of these people that were speaking did so did you regret like looking back, did you have regrets about it? Uh, and for those of you who are just coming on, let, let me just give you a little back backdrop or a little background. Um, Kezia uh, appeared in a video um, on a truck. Uh, it was it was actually Triple K, uh, Van Triple K, right? And and you were you were dancing, but you had it. It appeared to me in the video that you were practically naked. It up here. Can you can you explain? Well, I was naked. I had a panty, like a thong, like, and then I had a stocking, but the stocking tore. Okay. So that's what made it look indecent, really. But you know, I mean, lots of girls, even today in Carnival in Dominica this year, I saw thongs. I saw thongs <laughs> in Shumban. I saw thongs. I thought in Dominica we would never wear thongs. Oh God. I thought we would never, ever put thongs in Dominica for carnival. But I guess at the time, you know, it was a culture shock for Dominicans. Nobody in Antigua really cared, to be honest. But it was a culture shock for Dominicans. Yeah, and because of culture shock, it made such a great impact. 
But to be honest with you, I still don't regret that day because everything that I have went through has molded me into the person that I am today. All that situation did was molded me into a better case and made me realize what I wanted to do better, what I wanted to change, who I wanted to be. And I realized that's not how I wanted people looking at me or that's not how I wanted people seeing me. So I acted accordingly from that day on. And how, how did you act? How did you act according? How did you change? Well, or I realized that what I considered okay or what I considered cool or not even an issue to wear, like you do have to tone certain things down at time. You know, not everything suits every occasion and still not everything is made for everybody. Mm -hmm. So I felt like it opened my eyes a bit on my dressing, the way I act, certain things I did, you know. But to be honest with you, it's not a situation I regret because everything builds you into the person you are today. I just wish, you know, it didn't have such a negative impact on my mom and my family, you know, because I'm sure that's not what they wanted from me when I raising me as the young lady they raised me to be. I'm sure that's not what they wanted, but shit happens and everybody makes mistakes. And I genuinely feel like the only difference with my mistakes is that they are publicized. There are people doing way worse behind closed doors, but because we do not know of it or we are not there to see it, it's no big deal. That doesn't change the fact they're doing it. You said your family, your fa the the, the, there was a negative impact on your family. What did your family say? when the videos came out well they were sort of disappointed you know they understood where i was coming from at that time but they also you know wanted me to be a bit more careful you know just tone it down a bit enjoy myself they were still positive and like you know we understand we have your back we support you but they just tell me you know the next time just do this this way do that that way my family don't judge and they don't belittle and they don't bring down. So for my family, it was just like, okay, this is a mistake that shoes too shall pass. And exactly what it did, because I'm sure I'm making them proud right now. <laughs> All right. Before before we get to, to you, because you, you have a really, a really you have a really lovely niche, a business in, in Dominican. We're gonna talk a little bit about that in just a little bit. But you have done you have done what a lot of people in Dominica. A lot of women in Dominica would probably think of doing, but never do. You, <laughs> you had plastic surgery. Cosmetic surgery. There's a difference. Cosmetic surgery. <laughs> she corrects me. You had cosmetic surgery. Tell us, mm. why did you decide to have cosmetic surgery? Well, I believe in being the best version of yourself, no matter what. So I felt like I could look better, I could appear better. So I decided to have cosmetic surgery. I gained a few pounds and I wanted a little more curves. So I figured, why not? That's mainly why I decided to have cosmetic surgery. I decided to, I started researching cosmetic surgery in 2016. April 2016, I actually went to Santo Domingo in 2016 with my friend who's now passed away. But I went to Santo Domingo in 2016 with her. And from then I became interested in cosmetic surgery because it's like every other person you pass on the road in Santo Domingo looks like a Barbie doll. And I was like, 
Okay. I like. <laughs> so did, so did, you, did you look like a Barbie doll? Yes, I wanted to. I wanted that same effect. Nothing too much or nothing over the top, but I just wanted to be a better version of myself. I always, so me, I always considered myself to have a nice body and a nice shape. I don't feel like it's something I desperately needed, but I chose to do it because I felt like it would assist me in being a better version of myself. That's all. It's just like the same way you further your education or you go to the dentist. You know, it, you put makeup on for costume ban or just for a birthday or special occasion. It's just being a better version of yourself. That's all I thought it was. Some might say, though, that um, it may have to do with a lack of, of self-confidence. Would you say that or what do you think about that? Um, to be honest with you, we all have insecurities. So... And to be honest, of course, it's because of an insecurity. As I said, I felt like I put on weight in somewhat the wrong areas, like my belly, my lower back. So I felt like I could fix it. I fixed it. It's the same way if we have bad teeth and we put braces. You putting braces means that you're so desperately insecure. No, it just means that you are aware that something is wrong and you're willing to make the change. It doesn't mean that you lack self-confidence so much that you so desperately need to. No, it's the same way if you put on a little makeup or you dress nicely, you change your outfit for a special occasion. That's all it is. It's basically a masking doesn't necessarily mean that you are so upset with yourself or the way God made you. What did you, what was your experience like going underneath the knife? To be honest with you, I had a good experience compared to a lot of the other girls that I had with me and a lot of stories that I saw even on YouTube. I guess I prepared myself mentally for the worst. So when my my whole experience went, you know, calm as planned, easygoing. To me, it was just one of the best experiences I had. I had a great doctor. He did an amazing job. I had great support from my mother and my best friend. I had people in the recovery house. I met new people, but they were so vibrant in personality, just like myself, because I met Jamaicans, Africans, Americans. It was just a whole culture mix, and we were able to talk and exchange different cultures, even make different dishes, you know. So my experience was a good experience, to be honest. In terms of the actual surgery, you don't remember anything. So I cannot really speak on that much. I woke up twice during surgery. I felt absolutely nothing. My doctor was very nice with me. He made me laugh until I went back to sleep. Uh, it's nothing scary, like, oh my God, oh my God, I woke up Everything was just calm and easy for me. Everybody's experience is different. It's just like you would hear people when they make a child. Some say they stay in labor 18 hours. Some stay in labor for one. Some say the pain isn't bad. Some say the pain is horrible. It's something like that. It's really something everybody has to experience for themselves. But my personal experience was a great one. How long were you in surgery for? Exactly two hours. And what did you get done? I had liposuction in my stomach and my lower back, and I had a BBL, which is a Brazilian butt lift, which is basically when you remove the fat from one area and place it in your butt. So that's what I had done. Where did they remove the fat from? I just said my stomach and my lower back. Oh, so they removed it there and they moved it to, yeah. your, to your back. W were you scared at any time? 
Um, remember I said I was researching this surgery since 2016. And I actually got saved the money three times to do the surgery and never went. I was scared at the beginning, but then that day when I had that particular surgery, I was not scared. And I feel like God's timing is perfect because to me, I just felt like it was the right time. And I equipped myself with enough knowledge. I made sure I researched everything down to the T. That's why I say, I always tell people who ask me about it, knowledge is power, research it for yourself. Even the Bible speaks that a man without knowledge is useless. You understand? The book of Hosea actually says that. So you just have to know, you just have to educate yourself and go in there with the power of God, pray. And honestly, I didn't feel no way when I stepped out the plane, because that's where I said my real major prayer on Antilles flight. And when I stepped out the plane, I just felt like God was walking with me. So nothing after that bothered me. Before surgery, I called my mom. I think we prayed together. And I just felt good. Like, to me, I wasn't worried. I wasn't on edge like the first three times. I... I just felt good. It, I cannot complain, to be honest. Like, fear just wasn't a part of me that time. Okay, so you, you had the surgery. Uh, you came out of it. You were, were you, how did you feel about your results? I loved my results. From day one, I saw my results instantly. Some people don't see their results up until a month, two, three months later. But for me, it was an instant effect. Because as I told you, I already had a shape to work with. So my doctor didn't have much to do, but my butt was really, really huge. Like it was bigger than how it is now. So you can imagine, I was like, oh my God, don't tell me my butt not going and match my legs. And I go in and look like an ant. I just cannot. But as the days went by, I started, you know, coming together. The swelling went down and I was like, okay, I could work with this. And I was just... More and more, I became excited. I couldn't wait to go back home because I was just happy about my results when I saw myself every day. I couldn't wait to go back home. Why? Because it was carnival. <laughs> so actually, when I had surgery, it was like a couple... It was the same week of the opening of Carnival City because I can remember lying in my bed, being in so much pain, and I was watching emo news online, and everybody in the band jumping, and I was so sad because I said, I, that's where I should be, not in pain, you know? And then when I saw, I started feeling better and my shape and everything. I was like, okay, I'm ready to put this amnesia costume on, okay? Because <laughs> I'm ready to show this body off. <laughs> so... I'm a carnival girl. Like this year, my birthday was Carnival Tuesday, actually. So, my carnival, I take this very seriously. So you're February. Yes, That's the 25th of February. Probably why we get along so well. Yeah. <laughs> we are both Aquarians. Well, you're Pisces, right? You're you're Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Yes. Yeah. I'm the last year of Aquarius, so I have a little bit of a little. Oh. little yeah. You're on the borderline. We still welcome you. Though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, Kezia, you've been doing such such amazing thing because you, you have like a nice little team, and and I want to you know I want to talk a little bit about you know the fact that you're an entrepreneur and you people people look at you or people think of you as this um, big personality, probably um, probably 
they probably say you probably conceited because people make judgment, pass judgment on, on people just by looking at you. But you have a team that you work with in Dominica. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay. Well, my main focus is to Jorkato, which is my store. Mm -hmm. So I have my workers. For now, my best friend, Regina, is helping me out. And I also have my other worker by the name of Veda. You know, we work together to sell the highest quality hair, beautiful accessories, makeup, and wigs. Obviously, we just introduced our wig line. So you could actually walk into the store right now and get your wigs on hand. You will not have to wait, pre-order or anything. And right now, I branched off and I did Beauty and a Brow. But Beauty Anna Brow only consists of myself because I am the actual artist. What Beauty Anna Brow really is, the installation of the weave, the mink eyelashes, and now microblading. So what microblading really is, it's a tattoo-like procedure that gives you the perfect eyebrow, like what I have there right now, mm -hmm. basically for, the, for a year and a half. Ooh. I also am a part of um, Virus Entertainment, mm -hmm. where we hold the Color Me More every summer. Yes, yes. Kezia, you are, you are one of those ladies. <laughs> people judge you a lot. Um, it's unfortunate. Like, people pass mm -hmm. a lot of judgment on you, but you are such a hustler. Like, where do you get your job? Well, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm always the competitive type, even in school. That's why I did so well, because I always want to be the best at everything I do. But for me, I am just my biggest competition, because I always try to do better than I did yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I focus on what I am doing and what I did wrong, where I could do better, and I just look for better ways. When I started selling human hair, nobody really even was buying human hair. There was probably one other girl, I think, who used to order it for people, because I did one order with her. But there was nobody that had human hair or had a store or a location selling human hair. So I was like, okay, let me go with that. And right now, I feel like the market is saturated with human hair, human hair. I mean, I've already made my name, so I really don't care who comes along. There's enough for everybody to eat. But I just always want to look for the next big thing. So that's why when I came across microblading and microshading techniques, being eyelashes, I realized that this is the next big thing for cosmetology. So I went, I did my education in it, and I came back and I brought it to Dominica. There are still very advanced Caribbean countries that don't have microblading as yet. And I am happy that I could be the first person to bring this to Dominica. The only person doing it right now. So I just always try to bring new things to my business, always try to be creative, always a trendsetter. I try my best not to follow or not to copy or not to do anything because I feel like originality always wins. And people love when they could just be unique. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with the whole microblading thing, it makes you unique. You get to choose your eyebrow shape, your style, what type of eyebrows. And it's not every time you have the chance to sit down and beat a face every morning. So with the microblading, it makes it a bit easier, you know? So I just wanted to bring something that ladies could just draft too easily. They wouldn't have to think like, oh, should I do this or that? No. I wanted something that would have been a sure kill. And I feel like 
ladies really are responding to the whole microblading situation. Mm. And I'm thankful to everybody I've done so far. I'm thankful to everybody who supported me even before I did microblading and when I was just selling hair or waist trainers. I'm thankful for everybody who, even on this live right now, because I'm about the to go to is, trust me, the support outshines the hate. I can guarantee you that. We but have, the problem with bad news, it spreads faster. <laughs> we have Jessica was saying something to the effect of Clarence Commons uh, is to caption the public. Kezia's amazing experience could lead many women to run in, um, to run in to get a cosmetic surgery without being informed as she was, and the dangers are very, very real. So just just adm adm advising people, you know. Do your research pretty much before you, you get into it. Speaking I mean, I said that. I said, I specifically said that my experience would not be yours. And the Bible even speaks that knowledge is power. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I always encourage people to research and educate themselves. My experience will not be yours, but you have to do your own research. But you see, that that's the thing. Again, sometimes people misunderstand. or Sometimes people only hear certain things you say. Mm -hmm. Because I said specifically to educate yourself. Somebody so, has a question. D has a question. So do you have a large clientele when it comes to microblading in Dominica? And have you thought about giving classes to individuals who want to do that also? Okay. Well, so far, my clientele is okay. I'm not sure if it's corona that's kind of slowed down things, of course, because people, you know, spending power is a bit limited. But the amount of interest that I am receiving, it's really great. And if everybody does it, then yes, I would be happy. However, to teaching right now, that's not something I'm willing to go into because I don't feel like Dominicans would be willing to pay for the class. It is an expensive, it is an expensive, um, very, because um, that was one of the things that I was actually um, considering. Um, and I know here in Canada, it's like $7,000 just to get okay. the certificate. Preach, girl. Preach it, girl. <laughs> and that's Canadian dollars, right? Canadian dollars, right? And, and ready. the procedure up here in Canada, you spend between 300 to $400 Canadian to get it. Preach it, girl. I know yeah, we are not ready, I'm telling you. But even the future, I do see that it becomes like a niche and people are really interested and willing to pay. I will not overdo the price, just like I did with my actual microblading prices. I will not overdo it, but I I would consider in the future, you know, teaching a few people, not only from Dominica, but even Guadeloupe, Martinique, St. Lucia, you know, neighboring islands who are interested and don't have it. They probably want to offer it. But right now, I'm not too excited about teaching anyone because I myself, I'm trying to get my clientele and build and grow. So I just feel like teaching somebody else would be too soon because I myself, I'm still learning. Very true. Um, Just some of the comments. I, I Lola is saying I absolutely love the drive after mindset. She's definitely a forward thinker and a go-getter. Uh, looking for the questions anybody has. Uh, Alicia Ducre saying, I need a waist trainer. <laughs> I got you, baby. <laughs> Alicia said, okay, let's see. Um, I'm just trying to get the, the questions. A lot of comments are, are being put out, but I need to, uh, I'm looking for the questions. So if you have a question, um, you can make sure to, to send it through and let us let us get the questions. I'm, I'm trying to scroll. There's so many comments. Uh, a lot of people commenting and talking to each other. 
And I hope to all of them that sharing and all of them that talking to each other, they share the live. Share the live, right? Share the live. Um, I'm still looking for the questions. Just a lot of comments. Um, someone is saying, well done. Thank um, you. Uh, Leanne is saying, uh, Leanne is saying, KZ is giving me angel bumps right now. Uh, is she excited? Um, you know, um, I've always, always supported you, um, KZ, because I, I see how much potential you have and, and your drive. And there, there are a lot of women who wish they were you, but they, they lack the, the confidence and also mm -hmm. they have the support around them because you seem to have a really good, strong support system. Because I do. What is somebody to, you like you 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 the epitome of a dashing leaf. You know, I always use that <laughs> leaf, but because you you definitely you're not phased or or what by what anybody has to say about you, um, whether it be good, whether it be bad. And you just keep doing your thing. And it's always, I'm always so impressed. I remember a couple of times running into you. Uh, at one time you were working for, for a telecommunications uh, provider. And I remember, you know, you, you're like, I'm, I'm going to come on your show, you know, Jill. And I'm like, that girl just <laughs> like you always, you always have such a, a, a really, really positive, um, positive demeanor and positive attitude. And I, I really must commend you. Um, I Thank used to think a lot of women in Dominica were like you, you know, in the sense of they were outgoing, outspoken, because we need so much more women to 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 be so confident about themselves. And irrespective yeah. of your surgery, that 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 has not changed you. Um, as nope. you said, it's it's enhanced the case here that we know we know today. Yeah, because this because right now you are not even seeing the surgery like you are strictly seeing personality right now when you come to my store some people don't even remember i have my bodies done because it's like it's a whole different vibe sometimes the kids that they expect to meet they meet a totally different person and they are just so baffled by my personality that they forget everything else and to me that's what's important once you could vibe with people and get people to understand who you are to me, that's the most important thing in the world. I don't really care for the negative comments, but I do go through them and I do take them into consideration because at the end of the day, I use everything that's thrown at me as a stepping stone. Some people, they want to be constructive. They just don't know how to come across it. Mm -hmm. So I just decipher what's constructive from what's just hating. <laughs> yes. And I just use it. As a stepping stone, I move forward and I build a better case here. So when people think they actually destroy me, they're actually helping me to create something better. That's how I see it. Uh, Charis, Charis will choke me if I don't say this. She says, let jail Joseph, let her know her top dogs are here. Malik Stewart too. <laughs> you can't bring some people nowhere. No. <laughs> Like I swear, if I got off this live and I did not, that, <laughs> I think I would probably see my name on. on you would, listen. You would be dead. These are my number one supporters. You would be oh, dead, Jill. Like, like, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But he's saying Kezia has experienced many lows in having her, her business, and that should be highlighted today. Um. So of I. Course. She she's she's saying you know you've you've that's my mom. 
Yes. So she's been with me from the beginning of time. Basically, you see, I've, I've been in business for five years and I've survived Erica. I've survived Maria. I'm surviving Corona right now. So, yeah, having a business is not all glitz and glamour. That's basically what I can say because I know we're short for time. But having business is not all glitz and glamour. There are highs and lows, but that's something for another day. <laughs> and my sister, I just have to say about my sister because she was the one that really like told me about you to begin with. She goes, I met Kezia in dance class. She was she was the only one at the time who could do a headstand, selfless and free-spirited. I am totally drawn to how real this girl has been and still is. Still sweet cacks and jail stannis and charis here, here in life and living colors. <laughs> 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 thank you my love a lot of love like a lot of people like it's it's really touching to see how much people love you because as you you rightfully said we tend to pay attention to all the loud negativity that people people yeah get. and to be honest with you my support outshines the negative to be honest and that's what i have to remind myself every day because when i wake up and i receive messages from all my friends family customers who are interested in helping me be better helping me make money helping me do better i just have to forget all the negative they're like there's no focusing on anything that's going to ruin you and that's why i always try to keep afloat and keep a positive spirit because i know there are a lot of young girls looking and i want them to see that no matter what people say you are the one that determine your destiny nobody says that or writes it or controls it for you it's strictly about you it's not the situation it's how you handle it it's not how many times you fall it's how many times you get up um that's just Kezia. i love you girl you so you're <laughs> so like i'm like how could they not love her like sometimes you know when people, when i hear people talk sometimes i'm like are you people for real like you you're such a positive person you you have a lot of, of energy, a lot of life, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I just want to tell you, keep doing what you're doing, right? Because it clearly it's working for you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, jail answer, jail ask for questions, but they're not answering. Hello, well, I vex. Okay, somebody, somebody says, what advice? Yeah, she just did. She just gave advice um to to that's why I didn't I didn't ask because she was in the middle of actually asking um, answering a question that was asked in terms of what advice would you give people in uh, uh, young entrepreneurs well, what sort of advice and you you just did well to be honest with you, for young entrepreneurs specifically you just have to be dedicated and you just have to be willing to make a lot of sacrifices to put what you want or to put your dreams into play because I remember when everybody was buying vehicles and everybody was buying the latest stuff, I was starting a business. Mm -hmm. And although I was walking and taking the bus, I chose to start my business. And on a day like today, I'm reaping the benefits from that sacrifice. And sometimes we don't want to miss out on the next big fete. I've missed Creole Festival for the past two years or three years, maybe more. Because actually... When I when it had Creole Festival last year, I actually began my cosmetology training. So 
people are not willing to make the sacrifices, but you have to be willing to make the sacrifice if you want to be successful. Entrepreneurship is not easy. You have to eat, sleep, and breathe entrepreneurship, and you have to do something that you love, not just do something because you feel it makes money. So that's my advice to young entrepreneurs. Wow. Um, let's see if anybody else has any more questions. How would you do, oh, somebody's asking, Naomi's asking, would you do any more cosmetic surgery? Yes. <laughs> Where would you do? What, what next? I always wanted to get my boobs done, but it's something that I've been negotiating, been battling with because I have very small set breasts, but then a lot of my family members also started with small set breasts and then after they had kids, it kind of grew. So I'm just giving my body time because you never know. Also, I figure if I have a child or two and I want to retuck the tummy, I will. So I wouldn't do it right now, but I do see more cosmetic surgery in my future, to be very honest. <laughs> you know, speaking of, speaking of children, somebody asked if you would ever have kids, even consider, considering that you have surgery. Of course. So you, of course. I hope you get the answer to your, to your question. Um, uh, the person who asked on my WhatsApp, I'm just going down the line to see what some of the comments um, people are saying. Charis, who is obviously your ride or die. God has helped you. God has helped you along your journey. And what I admire most about you is the fact that you always put him first. People will understand mm -hmm. that he has a lot to do with the strength that you have. Um, That's so true. Because I'm very religious. And a lot of people don't even know that. You have to be very close to me to know how religious I am. I, If you open my YouTube, even on my phone, the first thing that pops up is Joel Austin, mm -hmm. T.D. Jakes. I listen to more of that than I actually listen to regular music. Really? So, Who would have thought, eh? Too mm -hmm. too hot. Casey, it was a pleasure, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, um, <laughs> it was a, and don't give me no me yeah come in my DM right I, no. you did well you did great <laughs> yo Casey it's not easy to do when she came in my DM I will not tell you what she said but she came in my DM on Instagram and give me Mepui and I'm like I'm like this girl eh? like <laughs> I can't, could not even be mad because you know it's all love mm -hmm. and 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 you have such a great spirit. I don't really know you like how Charis and the rest of the guys know you and stuff. But I've always seen you as a, a, as a breath of fresh air. You know, and I love your personality. I love how big your personality is. And with your with the amount of, of, of positivity that, that, you, that you exert that comes out of you, there's no way you're not going to do well. You know, you're, you've, you've always been so positive and you've... You've always aspired for greatness, and you keep, oh. you keep learning, and you keep doing, and you keep you keep catching the next thing that is going to be the the biggest thing, like you call it. And I just want to tell you, to you, and whatever you do, and and keep shining, love and light. You know, Thank <laughs> love you. and light. Thank you, Thanks again for joining us here on Kakuti. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Guys, so we're getting ready for our next person. Our next person in the building. Yes, yes, yes. Kezia is Kezia is her own show, okay? Her own, her very own show. Um, we're getting ready 
for our next um, act coming on right here on Kakul Tea. So stay tuned. We're coming back with this one. I mean, he's he's already there, you know, a fussy Osha. <laughs> he's already there, ready to go. Uh, but we're coming back. But before we do, just want to share this one with you guys uh, from The Wizard, who's our next guest, coming up right here on Kakul Tea. Stay tuned. <laughs> 